Hello, and welcome to Open for Business, a corporate travel and expense podcast powered by TripActions. Open for Business is a series of conversations about corporate travel and expenses. We're speaking to the big picture thinkers and the frontline decision makers, the circles and squares charting the future of travel technology and corporate t management. Welcome to the era of no expenses. TripActions is redefining the future of finance teams with the introduction of TripActions Liquid for payments, light procurement, and expenses. This modern solution is an all-in-one product that revolutionizes expense management. Employees and finance teams no longer have to deal with the hassles and frustrations of expense reports ever again. The TripActions Liquid Corporate Card offers significant time savings, real-time spend control, and the best employee spending experience possible. Organizations can consolidate and streamline their financial technology stack and have real-time visibility into their entire business spend. To introduce the suite of product features of TripActions Liquid and illustrate how the technology will revolutionize everything from payments to reconciliation and for everyone from employees to CFOs, we're sitting down with Robin Gandhi, TripActions Vice President of Product Management for Payments, and Omar Ghani, TripActions Director of Strategic Sourcing. Robin, Omar, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. I'd love to start by learning more about each of you and your roles at TripActions. Thanks for having us here. I guess it's worth uh, going a little bit into my background before getting to TripActions. I've been in the fintech space for the last decade or so. Most recently, I was at a a company called Adyen, which does global payments for large enterprises. So think about Facebook, Uber, Nike, companies like that. And one of the reasons that I came over to TripActions is what we're doing on Liquid is this beautiful user interface that we're creating to change the way that we think about expense management. And we're utilizing a lot of fintech innovators in the space to drive that innovation. My role here at TripActions, especially on the Liquid team, is I run product engineering and operations. Excited to have this conversation, see where it goes. Thanks, Robin. Hi, everyone. My name is Omar. My background primarily has been last... 10 years in supply chain and procurement. And so I've always been very interested in how companies spend, what are the operations that go into these processes, and really how do we actually make the best financial choices and so forth. So prior to Trip Actions, I was actually the head of indirect sourcing and also the head of procurement operations at Lyft. And that's actually what led me to Trip Actions. I brought in Trip Actions when I was at my time at Lift and the more and more I understood about trip actions, the more and more I said, like, wow, like a lot of the new things that they're doing, not only just in travel, but in expense management. I really wanted to see how I could be more involved, not just from having trip actions make the best financial choices, but also be a part of the product story as well. Uh, since I'm very passionate about the world of supplier payments and getting things done a lot more efficiently for stakeholders. And that's uh, a big reason why I'm here today. And Really excited to talk about you know what we're doing here at Trip Actions and how we're actually helping procurement teams not only transform and travel but more so in expense management. You each have such interesting and diverse backgrounds. Trip Actions is very lucky to have you. So we're going to be talking about how Trip Actions is redefining the future of expenses and expense management. But that seems like a really big idea. So I'd love if we could just start with the product itself. What is Trip Actions Liquid? That's a great question. Liquid is really 
It's the set of financial offerings that we have within TripActions. There's two product offerings that we like to think about under Liquid. The first is what we call Liquid Travel. And Liquid Travel is really the ability for the purchase of travel spend. So whether you're booking a hotel or an airline or, or a train, being able to have a virtual card associated with that spend, and then being able to pay for that on a monthly basis. It's something that you see in the industry. And what we're doing there is adding additional controls that you might not see in other places. I think what's really interesting and the place that we're probably going to spend most of today talking about is the other side of liquid, which is what we call liquid expense. Liquid expense is essentially a way to completely eliminate what we think about expense management today. It's powered by a corporate physical card, but there is a lot of additional technology that goes into the background of this to really get to a place where you never need to file an expense report again. You never need to approve it. You never need to review it. And you never need to actually think about when you're going to get paid back as an employee. I'm sure we're going to talk about that a bit more, but hopefully that's helpful to, to get some context on what TripActions Liquid really is. So as you mentioned, TripActions Liquid is a fixing expense management, but expense management has been around in different forms before Liquid. I'd love to learn a little bit more about why this product specifically was created or what does it do differently than what was already on the market? Yeah, I can actually take this one, Samantha. The banner for TripActions Liquid is no more expense reports. And I think this is such a really great thing to do because what is the number one pain point of business travel or conducting your department transactions? I think the glamorous part is business travel. I think the glamorous part is actually executing a campaign or executing an idea and purchasing these things. The not so glamorous part is actually spending hours reconciling receipts and reconciling reports. Why as a procurement leader am I so heavily interested in this? Well, as procurement re- leaders, we are often trained to make the, re- the best commercial decisions for organizations that drive cost savings and cost avoidance. But I think a new thing that TripActions has really taught me in the last year is optimizing the, the throughput of an employee. And if you're a tech company or if you're any company in North America, the, the salaries for a staff is the largest single line item of a company. And if you think about it, an employee can be worth well over $100 an hour, especially after overheads, when you talk about the rent, when you talk about all the software that's being utilized to help support the employee and things like that. Now, many people spend anywhere from 20 minutes to up to an hour and a half submitting an expense report. That is basically saying that I'm spending over a hundred plus dollars an hour just to submit an expense report. And it really got me thinking if we can optimize the way that we can send back employees to, to focus on actual strategic initiatives for an organization, and we're giving them hours back over a year back to their business versus a company paying to submit an expense report. I think that's very powerful because now you're putting a lot more in a lot more strategy time back into the employee's hand. And this is what I ultimately like to really tell employers that 
are saying, well, I already have an expense management system today. I would actually challenge them and say like, but how is that expense management system giving your employees their freedom and their time back to actually achieve your goals for the, the actual employer. So that's my take on it. But I think Robin can also provide his perspective as well. I think everything that you're talking about is what has been resonating with us, with some of our early customers. I think it makes a lot of sense, right? And the thing is that it's not that there aren't other expense management tools. There's a ton of other expense management tools. It's not that there's no new expense management tools, but most of those new expense management tools were created 10 years ago when you didn't have the technology that we have today. We've made incremental gains. Five years ago, I I was taping receipts to uh, a sheet of paper and then scanning it in. I don't have to do that anymore, right? Because I can take pictures of it. But has it really changed the way that we think about expense management? No, not really, right? Like somebody still has to approve every report I send. Finance has to look to make sure that it was approved correctly. What we can do, right, by being able to control cards, be able to see transactions in real time, we can connect all of the dots digitally, right? It should be digital, but we just haven't had the opportunity to do it, right? So when we start using next generation issuer processors to allow us to see transactions in real time, it allows us to, as employers, we can give cards to all of our employees, not feel that we're putting the company at risk. But at the same time, we create this beautiful magical experience where someone just swipes their card or takes a picture of the receipt and that's it. They're done. It fits with policy. We check it against the policy in real time digitally and all just moves through. And you think about visibility and context and it's all there we should be giving it to folks. And I think the, the problem that you've seen with whether it was the really old expense management tools or even the ones that have come out in the last seven to 10 years, they just it's not that they don't know that, that we can do this. I think that technology just didn't exist at that time. And what we've done, right, is what TripActions has always been really good at is providing these amazing user experiences on top of technology infrastructure. And essentially, that's what we've done here. We've provided an amazing user experience around expense management using the infrastructure of next generation issuer processors, next generation OCR, things like that, that just didn't exist even three years ago. And that's why it's super exciting to have this conversation today. Robin, I think you really brought in a lot of good points and especially on just next generation form of technologies. And what I would really encourage accounting leaders and procurement leaders is to think about what have been the biggest pain points when it comes to expense management. And it's on after the fact instances. When someone submits an expense report, if it was out of policy, chances are you are still going to be reimbursing these employees for out of policy expenses. And that really creates unfortunate habits of people getting away with submitting expenses that are clearly 10 to 50% out of policy. And then that results sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions at the end of the year, depending on your company size, about after the fact instances that are not compliant to an organization. 
And one more thing that I want to really raise that Robin touched on earlier was establishing the right guardrails. And I think that's what's really exciting about TripActions Liquid. It's that, you know, we're not just sending uh, a free-for-all credit cards to every employee in your organization. We work very closely with accounting. We work very closely with compliance departments. We work very closely with procurement teams to actually establish every guardrail of every category. And some of these categories may obviously include travel, per diems, how much you can spend on software. Maybe if I'm working from home, what are the actual policies about me having a budget from a work from home environment? And once these uh, policies are established in real time, you are now enabling your employees to conduct safe transactions that are policy compliant. And if it's not policy compliant, they're flagged immediately, transactions can be declined, and they're also notified about what the policy is as a real-time reminder through our application. And I think that's something that's so exciting because that's never been done in the expense management world where you can actually avoid the situation of after-the-fact instances. I really find this concept of being able to make the policy intuitive to the transaction and really bake it into that process just fascinating. It sounds like there's a few different people who benefit from using TripActions Liquid. You've mentioned finance teams, executive teams, and even the employees themselves who will be using Liquid to do all different types of expenses. I'd love to kind of dive into each of the different people who are served by TripActions Liquid. I think that's why this is exciting across the board, right? If you think about it as an employee, I hate filing expenses. I hate waiting to see if I'm going to get paid. I hate also not knowing that whether a transaction is is in policy or out of policy and should I pay the company back. With what we've developed with Liquid, you don't need to think about those things, right? You don't ever have to file an expense report because it's going directly onto the Liquid card. We also recognize that everything is not going to go through on the liquid card. So even if you submit a manual expense and you pay it out of pocket, you'll get the money tomorrow. We also recognize that the world is changing, right? People are mixing home and personal and work and everything else. And so, you know, if you take your family on a trip, you get on a plane for a business trip, but they come with you and you want to buy something, whether it's on the plane or a dinner out, you don't want to pull out two credit cards. Being able to use your liquid card and then be able to reimburse the, the company immediately is pretty powerful, right? So from an employee perspective, you've taken this, this, this process that you've hated for such a long time and you've just transformed it across multiple different facets, right? For a manager, it's... It's painful. You don't know which reports that you're supposed to approve, which ones you're not. Can you really find duplicate receipts within a report? Do you know who is potentially exaggerating the receipts? You might have a uh, a suspicion, but it's always subjective, right? And you also have no incentive because if you have a good employee, you want to keep them happy. So typically what happens is most managers just blindly approve expense reports, right? Isn't it more powerful to be able to just say black and white, this transaction doesn't seem to fit policy and just review this? I mean, I know as a manager having reviewed and approved a number of expense reports in my lifetime, having something like this is insanely powerful because up until now, 
you know, you look at these massive reports that come in, sometimes they come in two months later, you barely have the context, you're not sure if it fits policy. So typically, you just kind of eyeball it, you try to figure out, is this an employee that I think is generally honest about their expense reports or not? We're really creating a very subjective playing field for our employees. And I think for managers as well, it's not fair to put them into. So for managers, you're really making the process so much better, right? And then finally, for finance teams, they typically have the hardest job of them. They're getting reports from all over the organization. They have close to zero context on it. For them to find duplicates, for them to figure out if someone exaggerated, for them to figure out if they should be reviewing a transaction or not is really, really hard. If you can get to a place where you can flag transactions that look suspicious based off of actually reading the receipt and understanding what people did, that can be powerful. And then getting it into your ERP system, being able to automatically tag it by GL code and just drop it into your ERP system without having to have an army of people in your back office trying to figure out what each of these expenses mean and being ha- and having visibility in real time is super powerful. Up until now, if you think about expense management for finance teams, they find out that somebody has spent money and usually that 10 to $20,000 expense report doesn't come in until two or three months later. So you're really not getting a good sense of how much money is going out the door. And if you think about where we are with COVID, everyone is laser focused on the bottom dollar. And to not have a system that could allow you that real-time access to where your money is going is such a miss. And I think that what we're offering here through Liquid is something that can really change the way that we think about expense management just in general. You know, Robin, I, I sit next to accounting every day and even in my time at Unilever, even at my time at Lyft and I always remember the last week of the month, accounting teams are sending mass emails across the company saying, please submit your expense reports, even if you're three months late, two months late, because chances are they have to go back, reopen the books, go through this arduous process of very small dollar amounts, but it really results in accounting's job to be a lot harder. If we can really take away that process for them, I think that's very powerful. We talked about accounting, we talked about procurement, we talked about finance, we talked about how employees can benefit from them. But I want to talk about a different audience as well. And that's actually on HR engagement. The reason why I bring this up is that it's really hard when, and I I find this as such a silly concept, when an HR department or an employer tells an employee I want you to conduct this business work for me, or I want you to conduct this business travel for me, but you as the individual are going to take a loan or we're going to take a loan from you. You're going to spend your personal dollars and then you're going to submit an expense report and we will probably reimburse you in two to three months. Why? Because one, we just did not have the time because we kept you so busy. And two, we go through a very rigorous review process and that really results in getting things paid out late. And I find this to be very archaic and very silly. And I think this is something that HR teams really have to realize that part of building employee trust, part of building employee engagement 
is actually having a system in place that enables faster transactions to happen, enables the trust of, of employees spending on behalf of the company versus their own personal dollars. Our solution can actually address that because we're realizing more and more that employee engagement is the forefront of why people join companies. We talk about salaries, we talk about work life, but what about how do people feel in their day-to-day jobs? And so really think about it in this way that like, this is a tool that actually not only builds trust between the employer and the employee, but the employee no longer feels, why is my employer taking a loan when I'm doing work for them at the end of the day? This really solves for that. And I think that's just something that's we need to think a little bit more in this new lens now. I think it's more important than ever with a distributed workforce. And it sounds like you're saying it's possible to empower employees to spend while also giving finance teams that ability to maintain control. There's a specific part of this that is important, and that's virtual cards, especially because so many of our employees aren't in offices right now, or they might be doing a lot of spend without necessarily having that card to begin with. Would you be able to tell me a little bit more about how virtual cards work and why they're more important today than they ever have been before? Many times procurement leaders have to work with small one-time vendors and small one-time vendors where you're you're spending less than $5,000 go through this arduous review process. And then they often get paid 30 to 60 days later one, because they don't know how to submit an invoice via procurement system. Two, the invoice approval flow gets stuck in the process because it's so low dollar that people forget about it. And then three, it really builds a a lack of trust that these small vendors don't even like working with big corporations because they're a shop that they need to pay the salaries of their staff. They're a shop that they need to order the goods immediately and get their money. They don't have the type of flexibility to front cash for 60, 70 days to provide goods and services. And I think this is where virtual cards are more powerful than ever. What if we can live in a place that stakeholders can actually trust small vendors to say, I need this good or service, and I can guarantee you a payment via virtual card within 24 hours. And that virtual card number can be provided via email, that virtual card number can be provided via phone. So that way you're not using a static credit card and you're worried about like, well, what if this person's going to steal my credit card information? It's like, well, what if it's one one time? What if it's virtual? What if it's control only for that vendor? I think that's something that's becoming more and more utilized today from procurement leaders about how do I actually just pay people a lot quicker and actually make sure that my stakeholders are happy and they don't want to break the procurement process. I think a technology like ours really solves for that today. And I think that's really exciting. In the travel industry, we've gotten pretty used to virtual cards. And the reason that virtual cards, especially when you think about someone like ourselves or or any online booking tool would use is that, you know, Back in the day, you had to pay cash for for hotels, right? The industry moved towards virtual cards because it made sense from both what you're talking about, Omar, in terms of cash quickly without waiting for an invoice and waiting for 60 days. But it also changed because the other piece that you're talking about, which is reconciliation. And I think the being able to tie, if we think about the travel industry, being able to tie 
single transactions to a single booking against one virtual card is really powerful. I think if you just look at it in absolute terms, you might say, hey, well, a card transaction feels like it might be more expensive. So why would a supplier want to accept a a virtual card? I think what we've proven in the travel industry is that maybe if you just look at the absolute number, it might be slightly higher, but the number of people that you end up having to employ in your back office to try to figure out uh, how to reconcile at the end of the month is significantly, significantly higher than the cost that you may have to pay additionally on a card transaction. And then when you couple it with being able to get your money uh, at the moment that you get the card versus waiting you know, 40, 60 days, that in itself becomes really powerful. So basically, you know, if you think about it, virtual cards are giving you faster money, faster access to cash, if you're the supplier, if you're the buyer, you know exactly where your money is going. From a reconciliation perspective, it's a lot easier for everyone to, to deal with, both on the buyer side and on the seller side. The third point that you raised, Omar, right, is security. I can give out a virtual card to anyone knowing that I have full control of that. And if it gets compromised or if I want to turn that card off, I can instantly do it. I know who the merchant is. I can specify the specific merchant. I can specify the specific amount. I can even specify how often that refills. So does it refill quarterly, monthly, daily, right? That's super powerful. You can't do that with a regular card. If someone from from our sourcing team said, hey, just use the standard corporate card, you have no idea where I'm going to use that. There's so many issues that could pop up around that. Having it against a single card just really, really gives a lot of visibility and a lot of value across many different facets of what we think about for procurement. It sounds like there's so much evolution and change happening here. And that with this new technology, it's inevitable that the roles of procurement of finance teams will be changing with this new technology. So because we were just speaking to procurement specifically, I'd love to learn a little bit more about how the role of procurement has evolved or maybe how it will continue to evolve as more teams adapt this new technology. As new technologies like this emerge, it really requires less oversight. If you can actually have the right types of guardrails in any technology then why do you have to go through a second round of audit? Why do you have to go through a third round of audit? Why do you have to verify that it was goods received? As this technology matures, it verifies that goods are received. It verifies that everything is within policy. It verifies that it's actually backed back to an ERP. It verifies that it's actually PO backed if a company requires that to happen. And I think that's something that we're trying to solve for in TripActions Liquid today is that over time as our product is going to continue maturing each quarter. Uh, These are the things that I think procurement teams are going to be really excited about. And this is the evolution that a lot of things that we're really keen on understanding in this industry. And so as procurement leaders, we're always thinking about AI solutions. We're thinking about robotic process automation and technologies such as this are an enablement about how you can actually get your operations team and your strategic sourcing team to think less tactically every day and way more strategic, way more, way more portfolio oriented and way better 
thought leaders to your stakeholders versus being tactical executioners in a department. And that's something that really excites me. We've eliminated all the tedious tasks that spend a ton of time, but create very little value. And now all of a sudden procurement teams can focus on what matters. Like, where am I spending my money? How can I optimize? What else can I do differently? When all of a sudden you're not spending hours and hours doing these tedious tasks, you can actually focus on on things that drive value to the business and move it forward. That's a fantastic position to put these teams in, especially now as so much change is happening and they have to adapt in new ways. I'm going to take that question a little bit broader, and I'd love to learn more. How is payment and expense innovation across the market really changing finance teams? And what does it mean for finance teams as this innovation becomes more common and and they're able to integrate it into their operations, as you mentioned? I think there are two things here. Whether you're a public company or you're a private company, finance teams and accounting teams are always being pressured and challenged about the main thing. How do I close my books faster? I've come from organizations where closing the books takes 30 days. Then the CFO will make a mandate. It's like, I think we can do it in 20 days. Then the next CFO will say, I think we can do this in 15 days. And then the next CFO will say, no, I think we can close the, the books in 10 days. And so a lot of folks are saying, well, how do I do this faster and faster when I'm already resource strapped? And it really comes back down to, well, if you have the right tools in place that can help you close the books a lot faster, then you're requiring less human intervention. And I think this is something that really excites me about expense management and reconciliation, because believe it or not, it sometimes requires a team of one to five accountants just to handle the sheer volume of closing the books when it comes to credit card transactions and expense management from TNE. But technology like ours actually one requires less tactical time from these from this team to close the books and actually less time to go tedious line by line and more just streamline that process. We can actually tell folks that well, we can actually close your books one to two days faster because this part of your closing the books is a lot more efficient. And I think that's something that's really cool about what leaders are looking for. The other thing, I think it's just building a lot more employee sentiment. I think that's the, the biggest thing here. If you can actually have less frictionless technology that keeps people a lot more engaged. And I personally think that's the truth of the matter is that when folks complain about a company or they complain about why they're thinking to leap, I think the high level themes can sometimes be like, well, it might be my manager or it might be I got the next great opportunity. But the third thing is like, well, I'm just getting tired of the processes, the culture and things like that. And once you can actually pinpoint and solve processes within an organization, it actually incentivizes people to be happy in their firm. And I think that's something that's super important. I I think everything that Omar just said uh, totally rings true. It's an exciting time to be in, in fintech in payments and expense management in general. Like you look at what COVID has done, you see, you see market caps of a lot of payments and expense companies doubling, not from March, but doubling from last December, which means that we've really accelerated everything that's going around in terms of the digitization of finance and payments in general, right? We were always heading in this direction. I would say for the last three to five years, if you look at where most VC money was going, it was going 
into fintech. Like if you looked at one sector where most of that money was going, a lot was going into fintech. And it's all been a little bit of a perfect storm in the sense that, you know, COVID just kind of triggered everyone to say, man, I got to I got to really know where my money's going. I got to have really good visibility. And luckily, there's a lot of great fintech startups that we're partnering with as well to drive this experience that we think is really special. I mean, finance teams are really lucky in a way to have this innovation with them, whether it's our solution or a lot of the other solutions that are out there in the market. I think what we did was during COVID, we probably compressed what was probably a two-year runway into three to four months. And it's exciting. And I think the reason it's exciting is that it creates much better experiences that don't have the challenges and obstacles that we've had for such a long time. So yeah, looking forward to seeing where this all goes. I think that the way you speak about it and how you really make this topic approachable to anybody, whether there may be the employee figuring out a better way for their company to work or finance teams and procurement leaders that aren't sure how this new technology might be adaptable in their situation, you make it approachable and really clear how they can use this technology to improve the experiences, like you say. So thank you so much for sharing your your passions and your insights with our audience today. Subscribe to Open for Business, a corporate t podcast powered by TripActions today. This podcast is brought to you by TripActions. Fast becoming the default for corporate travel and expenses, TripActions is the leading cloud-based T&E platform that combines industry-leading tech with best-in-class travel agency service. Trusted by 4,000 companies globally, TripActions empowers organizations with real-time data and insights to make business decisions. Its flexible T&E management tools enable quick and decisive action that keep business travelers safe while controlling costs and saving money. Learn more at tripactions.com.